Thought we lost you there! <laughs> to the outlaw bars did you forget us i hope you did it because we didn't forget you all um this is that this is that podcast where we talk about everything that's great and not so great in the world of anime and as always i have with me hello it is me shokei um aka the president and chairman of the tanjiro fan club Ooh, shout out to tanjiro shout out to demon slayer gang shit that is like my son. Protect Tanjiro at all costs. I mean, fuck, fuck that. He's gonna protect me at all costs. But and I'm still Saitama's baby mama, even after all these months and years. Season two of One Punch Man just solidified my love for him, and so I'm still, I am still Saitama's number one groupie. Don't you forget it. He told me he has a wig in the new season, so I need to catch up. Um, he does. And it's yeah. like the greatest thing ever. Need to get into it. it. It's fantastic. But hey, friends, um, we're back. And I know, I know it's been a minute. It has been a minute. But, you know, I went on vacation. <laughs> Chopin was traveling Asia for like three weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, uh, it was a lot. Life was happening. It was just, it was a lot going on and we'd like to bring you premium content here. And so it would not be right for us just to throw some half-ass shit together. So yes, we did take more of an extended break than we would have liked. And I'm sure that you would have all liked, but what's important is we are still here. And we're authentic, you know, like we wanted, first of all, you guys kept asking us about the new season of Attack on Titan. We would have never forgotten that. But also, let's be honest. Like, I really feel like Tam especially comes alive in the fall, right? We're going to be getting new content. I, I get I get real in. depressed in the summer, guys. I don't know if you <laughs> knew that, but summer, I know it's a hot girl summer. And I'm happy for everyone that's having a hot girl summer. But I need to have a hot girl fall. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is peak Peak Tamness is like the fall. Truly. So it's like Castlevania is going to be back. I think Seven Deadly Sins, this is me putting into the universe, will be back. It like, is coming back in the fall, yeah. Wonderful. So you know, like, we the all of the fire content, like, that real, real shit will be coming back and we'll have more to discuss with you guys at a regular clip. But let's be real. Like Tam said, I was in Asia for a couple of weeks and I came back and I felt like someone hit me with a train for like a week Every time Tam asked me how I was doing, I'm like, uh, you know that gif of Alfre Woodard where she's like shaking with the wig? That was me. So um, just glad to be back. Glad to be here. You know, your favorite anime bitches are in this thing and uh, we're ready to get into some shit. Yeah, so we wanted to come back with the hot fire um, and we want to recap part two of Attack on Titan because if you remember part one, 
one of season three did drop last year. They took this really long, ignorant ass hiatus girl, I guess. And then they came back around May ish. I want to say May with part two of the rest of season three. So that's kind of what we're recapping now at this point. If you haven't seen it, cause it's been, it's been off for like at least a month now, guys. Like Easily. we're in August. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. Don't listen. I don't know. Go listen to one of the older episodes. Go listen to the ones with Diva because it's actually been a year since she's passed. So RIP to the Diva. Uh, we miss you. So much. And we, we hope you're not too mad at us because we have been MIA a lot. But you're not here to keep us in check. And also, you know us. Okay. So like you are watching us and you're like, you know what? I wouldn't expect anything else. She she wouldn't. I don't, I really, I really don't think she would. <laughs> She's just like, these bitches are doing their best. That's, that's all I can ask of them. And that's what we're giving you, mom. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's wild how quickly a year goes by. Um, like miss you all the time and, uh, you know, thankful to be here. So let's fuck it up. Yeah. So in part two of season three, so much happens, right? There's a lot that we can cover. Um, as I was telling Shopee before we got on, like the biggest mind fucks for me was, um, one, uh, our, our becoming a Titan, like that whole, that, like that whole episode. Cause there was like, I just distinctly remember that episode being like, there was no music. There was, was like, it? no, because they were decide they had to decide if they were to keep Erwin alive or they were going to keep Armin alive. And there was like no fucking music that whole episode, it was really dramatic and it was really well done. And that whole situation kind of blew my fucking mind. Um, the discovery, like we finally got to see what was in the goddamn basement. It took us three seasons, but we got there. And it was worth got- it. Okay. Niggas, yes. it, was, it was the fuck worth it. Yo, <laughs> Aaron's daddy was spilling tea. Okay. Hold on. I want to rewind a little bit. Cause when Tam is talking about our, our men becoming a Titan, right? Like the three episodes that led up to that moment, like you're watching it and you're just like, this seems important, right? Like. All of these scouts have decided that they're going to sacrifice themselves, right? <clears throat> the Beast Titan is, he's like, well, all of you are basically playthings to me. He is throwing rocks the way you or I would shoot dice. Okay. Pretty <laughs> like, much. Like, he was just like, oh, it's craps up in this bitch. You would think they were sunflower shells the way he was just tossing them casually <laughs> out and about. And you have the entire um, court, like, you know, the scouts. They know that they are on these horses. They know that they're going to their death and they decide that they're going to do this thing for the betterment of humanity. Dumb, okay? Like humans are the worst, but good on you. So you see them all going towards like, um, Erwin is leading the charge. Everyone dies, okay? Like when I talk about murder parties, it's like- um, Everybody dead, push me to the edge. All my friends All of your friends are dead. All of them, okay? Like, and it's it's this kind of like hopeless thing, right? Like that's like the that's the theme of Attack on Titan. Like if it if it had a tagline, it would just be like um, everything is awful, okay? Like if you watch The Good Place, you'll understand where that's from. But they get crushed, and then Levi comes in like 
my boo, love of my life, comes in and like nearly kills the Beast Titan. Okay. Oh, like, the Chris Jenner Titan really came out of nowhere. And y'all, I'm she knows so. She look, y'all know she looked like Chris Jenner. Stop playing. Don't even play. Tam won't get like. Sometimes I'm just like Tam, get out of my life. Like I'm minding my own business. <laughs> I didn't even make under- that up. Somebody on Twitter said she looked like Chris Jenner, and she does. I'm just, I'm, I'm mourning the loss of all of these scouts. I'm hoping that somehow Levi is able to like kill this beast Titan. And it's funny because the beast Titan is talking to Bernholt and Rainer and they're like, watch out for Levi. He's like, you want me to watch out for one nigga? Okay. Like I'm a fucking giant Titan. Go to hell. And he was not paying attention. He got, got. And then that one Chris Jenner bitch showed up and you know, fuck y'all. So everyone is dead and you have Erwin you have Armin who saved the day with his genius plan. Like, was it, it was the, it was the big fiery Titan that got, that we got the fuck out of here, basically. Oh, uh, uh, Ryan, Bert, Berthold? No, Reinhardt, Reiner? I think, I think it's Berthold because Reiner's the one who got away. That's the one that the Christian or Titan picked up. And no, 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 no. Okay, let's, let's. Rewind. We're getting our Titans mixed up. So there's the Colossal Titan. Oh, okay. Right, Colossal Titan is... Oh, and um, the Armored Titan. And then there's the Armored Titan. Armored Titan is, I think, Reinhardt. Yes, that's Reinhardt is Star. And Berthold, right, is Mm -hmm. the Colossal Titan. That's the one that Armin got out of there. Yes, so uh, the Armored Titan is alive still. He has escaped... The colossal titan is what Armin now is. Yes. Because he beat they made him into a titan because they remember guys like they had to choose like it was the big thing like do we keep Erwin alive or do we keep Armin alive? But basically, I mean they did it sucked, but they made the right decision because Armin is the future of them. And also Erwin is tired. Man's is yeah. tired. Like if you've been keeping up Erwin, like, even after he lost his arm, you could almost tell that he wished that losing his arm had killed him. Like, he was just like, oh, so there's still more of this shit that I gotta do? Like, you know that kind of, like, uh, defeated feeling when you have to wake up and you're like, oh, so I still have to go to work again? Like, I'm I'm still still alive. God damn it. (laughs) Right? Like, like, I'm still here. Like, oh, I still have to do this, this work shit every day, except in... Erwin's case work shit is um, trying not to be killed by giant titans. So like he's on the brink of death. Armin's on the brink of death. And anyone who says that they should have chosen Erwin over Armin, I need you to get out of your fucking feelings. Okay. I need you to use your mind. All right. Erwin is tired. He wants to get out of that shit. And honestly, Armin is a better is a better tactical a, mind. Yeah, he has a, he's a better strategist and he sees kind of those finer pieces that nobody else was seeing, which is why they figured out the fucking Titans were in the wall to begin with. Boom. Like that's our, I know some people are a little hard on Armin because he's soft and stuff like that. But first of all, there's nothing wrong with being soft. Fuck you. Secondly, like he has saved their lives numerous times, numerous times. Okay. So like to get to that point, like, Mikasa turned on Levi, you know, basically said, you know, I'll whoop your ass right here <laughs> on top of this wall. Um, Aaron and Mikasa basically told Levi to get fucked because Levi was going to give the uh, injection to Erwin, right? Mm-hmm. And Hans shows up 
you know, because my girl Hanj is protected, spiritually guided. Amen. Uh, she didn't get murdered, thankfully. And who's the guy who's responsible for that one Titan getting away? Because she was, he was like, don't kill him. We can question him or whatever. And fucking. I don't ever, I don't even remember his name. Okay. Well, there's a conversation between Hanj, um, Reiner, the armor Titan. And like, I think his name is Jean, actually. And Jean is like, don't kill him just yet. We can still question him. And Hanj is like, okay, I'm going to make the decision to agree with you. And then he gets like picked the fuck up. And that's a wrap. So Hanj is upset, but she also is like, I am the lead. I made that decision. So that's like the first wave of mind fucks. Everyone is dead except for like six people. Okay. And they come back and they're like, hey, where's Erwin? He's dead. Don't fucking ask us about it. Now we get to the basement. Okay. And woo, Grisha Yeager keeps journals like Moesha. Okay. He's been okay. keeping track of every fucking thing <laughs> like, that he has like ever that thought. Nigga, that nigga's <laughs> like Harriet the fucking spy. Dude. Hello. <laughs> woo. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is a dear diary motherfucker. Like <laughs> he went bike. Like dear diary. My sister was eaten by a bunch of dogs <laughs> when I was eight. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny. What happened to her was terrible. Um, but it was like, we knew that there were other people somewhere. Like in my mind, I was like, there has to be like oh, more I, humans. I did it. And don't oh, really? You, don't you manga mother heifers come in the mentions being like, well, if you read the manga, because guess what? I wasn't. Right? Ever. No one's going to so, do that shit. I didn't. I mean, I didn't think they were the way that they presented a modern society I didn't think that was it. What I thought was that there were other people, but not living the way that they were living, if that makes sense. Oh, no. I I don't know why, but like, I, I part of me was just like, this cannot be all that is left of Earth. It just can't. Like, there has to be some sort of scenario. Now, the way it is uh, explained to me is still a mindfuck, but... I kind of like had an inkling that they were being contained in a way. Um, and the reason why they were living in, not squalor, but the reason why they were living in in more antiquated ways is because they got separated from something. The what, okay. I had no idea. The how, no idea. Um, and they fucking delivered because we find out that he had a family before. Um, his first son like fucking snitched on him. <laughs> son is the fucking beast titan you bitch yo he's such a bitch okay i hate him okay but to be fair children are the worst okay no, he but he still he didn't even grow out that shit i could understand if he was young and was like damn dad like you fucking with the government i'm not with this shit this is our way of life cool 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 but i would figure as an adult that you would see the error of your ways and then try to redeem yourself but no this dick is still a dick fuck that guy <laughs> Fuck, fuck that guy. And I went as so far as to read the Wikia about Big Brother Beast Titan because I was like, what, what, what is this guy's deal? What, what is this guy's deal? <laughs> and from what I have gathered is just that he basically feels like the Titans are an abomination. So kind of his goal is to just essentially wipe all of them out. So that is why he's so focused on getting Aaron and he's trying to kill everybody 
in Aaron's part of the world because he's like, you niggas are an abomination and everybody has to die in order for this to be right. Like y'all have to be die, have to die. Excuse me. Um, and also I thought what was really interesting was like the, their creation myth of how that group of people was created was super interesting to me, but still fuck Aaron's brother. No, (laughs) he really, it, it was just, it was so bizarre to like you see this man who is like like grisha he's having like this awakening he is learning to use medicine like he sees his sister being murdered then he like marries this lady who's like a part of the royal family like he's really trying to reunite with the rest of his own people right they are literally a servant class okay hello parallels (laughs) like you know they are being oppressed and he is tired of just getting along to get along He's tired of like keeping the peace and all this other kind of shit. And then his son snitches on him like a snitch. Um, He's working with someone called the owl. The owl is basically like an insider, right? So as if you haven't had enough what the fuck moments up until this point, you get to the wall, right? So there's like this big ocean and then there's a wall. And this is the moment where you learn where Titans come from. And basically they use the serum and like the the cerebral spinal fluid from other Titans. They inject it into a normal person and that person becomes a mindless, brainless, uh, human eating Titan. Right. That's the Titans that we've been seeing them kill since season one. Those are where the Titans are coming from, which is fucked up because it's like basically you, they realize that they've been killing their own people. Yep. And they, and it's not like they didn't have any choice. Like once a, once a person becomes a Titan, they're, they're gone. Okay. They are gone to, there's no memory. There's no remembrance. Um, at least like the mindless kind of Titans. Right. Because he's talking to like his wife or something like that. Right. And his wife gets turned into a Titan and she like eats like one of the guys, um, in like the resistance or whatever, he gets released and this like big dude, the guy who's responsible for um, Grisha's sister being killed is like, let's, you know, we'll make him the bait. So Manz is running across a huge expanse of desert. You know, he doesn't do his cardio. He's not going to be able to get far enough away to live. His wife gets turned into a Titan right in front of him. And she goes from like having a conversation to just being mindless, runs after the friend, fucking eats him. So you get like this trip, like this layer of horrible realization that it's like, first of all, they have an endless supply of Titans. Like no matter how many they've killed, these people can always create more. That's the yep. first thing. Like, so then you have this big dude who looks like um, that one dude we hate in Fate Apocrypha. That one, um, the one round guy that's like a fucking asshole. <clears throat> he is, you know, just being like the fucking worst. And then the his right-hand man, you find out that the right-hand man is the owl. That the right-hand man is the um, the informant. He's the person who's been helping Grisha. So he punches or pushes like the fat guy down. He gets eaten, um, which is poetic justice because he really enjoys this kind of like really disgusting gladiatorial kind of... Uh, display he sees it as entertainment because he's godless and because he's a you know a waste man 
And he got to feel like that experience, which was very satisfying. I fucking appreciated it. So now it's just Grisha and the owl and the owl fucking collapses. Once you have one of the, those like the special Titans, it's like what, 13 years or some shit like that? Like you don't have that much time once you get one of these. So he's like right at the edge of how long he would be able to have it. Like he is about to die. And he hands it off to Grisha. He's like, oh, congratulations. Um, tag your it. <laughs> right. Like, you just won the worst prize on earth. Um, please enjoy being in hell. And that is how you find out that Aaron, like, all of this is revealed to us in a dream. So Aaron is sharing the same dream experiences of his father, of the owl, basically of everyone who's had this titan before. So it's funny that we think that Aaron's dad stole um, something when the truth is it started with someone giving this shit to him. You know, like he received the mantle of this and it just, you think that's going to be it, but it's fucking not it. (laughs) Okay. Like that's, you think that's going to be the end, but then like they all fucking go to the ocean. And I was holding my breath because I was afraid that some Titans were going to come out the water or some shit. Um, even though it doesn't make any sense, nothing in this show really makes that much sense. So at, no, at this point, it's a free for all. <laughs> Truly, um, good luck, everybody. Like the shit is wild, and it. Uh, I think at this point, everybody is just so fucking broken. They're just like, what the like? So we're gonna go to this other place and be like, "What's up, bitches? We know what the fuck you're doing." Is it going to be an epic battle? Are they going to rebel? Are they going to free their other people that are still in like these um, containment camps? That's not the right word. I don't want to say concentration camps because that's not what they are. They're just like in these very contained areas and they are very limited into where they can go. It's like an internment camp. Yes. Thank you. That's the word. Um, Like, are they going to free them and take them back? Like what is, what is the end game? Especially because we get, we're getting our last season next year. So they have to, I mean, anime creators don't really give a fuck about our feelings, <laughs> but I would hope that they would try to wrap this up as neatly as possible. And so I, and obviously I do not read the man- manga, so I don't know where the arcs are now. I, I kind of do, because like I said, I was on Wikia and I was kind of perusing about what was going on in the manga, but I'm just trying to figure out how far they are going to go with this next season. Are we going to get another 24 episodes? Are they going to give us more because it's the last season? I just have a lot of questions. Um, But this second part of season three, I mean, just like the first part that was put out last year was really good. Yes. Yes. Really well done. Um, The like, again, the animation has been superb. The music this season was really fucking good. Like, was really really good and the writing this season was also really fucking good like they let me tell you they were keeping our their foots on our necks whole time whole time it was they just they they keep one upping themselves and i was talking to tam i was telling tam this before we started recording like once they removed this the initial sense of safety that we felt in season two right when that one titan the um, where's my hug Titan starts running okay and you realize that even though we knew we were in hell like we didn't realize 
like how deep it went, right? And then to go further to realize that all of these people that you've been killing are your own people. They literally have an endless supply of monsters. <laughs> so how do you get to the source of something like that? They have more resources. They have more access. They can turn your own friends into weapons. What if they start capturing scouts and turning them into titans? I Correct. will not survive. Okay. <laughs> like I will, I will be in bed. Okay. Just bundled up. I don't know if I'll be able to make it to work. Like, I don't know what I'll be able to do with myself if something like that happens. And of all of the anime I've ever seen, I appreciate Attack on Titan for continuing to expand or push out what we think is our current reality. Um, I talk about this show all the time, but it's very similar to The Good Place in the sense that like, it's always changing your expectations. You're always trying to like find your footing. So I can't wait for the new season. Um, I like low-key Miss Kenny, like blah, blah, blah. I know he had to die, but I miss him. And I'm proud of the growth that our characters have experienced. And I'm sad Same. for like every life that's been lost. Like when you think of how many people have died over the course of the show up until this point, it's, it's countless. It's so many. But these are people who gave their lives to this cause. And like as hopeless as it as everything is, Maybe they will succeed. And maybe all of those friends that they lost, all those people who died, it won't be for nothing. Or maybe it will fucking be for nothing and Aaron's going to get fucking eaten. Uh, <laughs> the show is keeping hope alive and I'm just like, eh, everybody's going to die at some point. I just don't know when. We, you know, we're a podcast of duality, you know? So, uh... I am I remain hopeful still even though probably there's no reason to be hopeful but um I'm very excited I am glad that I got to recap it with uh Tam and I know y'all have seen it so please tell us your thoughts again if you read the manga now is not the time for you to flex on us don't and be like that. don't don't do that be like don't oh do well if you I, simply read it I will hand out a, a swift block I have no patience <laughs> It's still too hot outside for your shenanigans. So you either save it for the fall or just keep it to yourself. All right. The temps need to be in the seventies for you to start talking to Tam anyhow. Okay. Like, like eighties and nineties, you are playing with your own life. Like y'all, my, the elevator in my building was out for like eight weeks. Okay. (laughs) I was really about to murder a baby. She was in a walk up without her own consent without like, straight up okay i didn't sign up i moved here because there was an elevator that's not the point but the point is like just don't test me in the summertime <laughs> just just don't do it so keep your snarky manga comments to yourself yeah please okay? do keep it cute like i mean shut, we're still morning stupid mouths <laughs> well that was the attack on titan recap that we promised you uh we don't have any notice me senpai questions but I do have anime to recommend. Tam, do you have any anime? I know you've been watching a lot, but yeah, I mean, uh, Demon Slayer. Yes, if you're not watching that. That's the that is the shit. Okay, uh, it is on Hulu and it's on Crunchyroll. Also, Seven Seeds on Netflix is really good. Ooh, um, okay, there was another one that I watched which I'm going to look up while Shope gets into her recommendations. Okay, so my recommendation was Demon Slayer. And 
the way I've been like advertising it to people is it's like if Naruto was not the fuck annoying. That's really that's that that is what you can take away. Like for all of you who loved Black Clover but were annoyed because the protagonist yells all the time, you need to watch Demon Slayer. So basically you have a character his name is Tanjiro. He, you know, lives in a village, poor family, his parents are gone, he has some siblings. So he goes like to get some wood, he comes back and his family has been slaughtered by a demon. His sister, however, gets partially turned into a demon somehow. And we realize that it's because um, she was injured in the, ta- in, the, in the attack and some of the demon's blood got into her wounds and partially turned her into a demon. Now, Tanjiro ends up fighting his sister, but there's still some humanity left in her because she won't kill him. An actual demon slayer shows up. His name is Giyu. And Giyu's like, look, bro, you need to fucking kill your sister. She, you know, she's a monster, da 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 He's like, I'll never do that. And his sister even tries to protect him from Giyu, the demon slayer. And Giyu's like, I ain't never seen some shit like this before. Like, this is wild. <laughs> like, the fact that he was just like, you are the most interesting siblings I've ever met, <laughs> like, blew me. Uh, so Giyu sends a raven to this old guy who he's like, I want you to train Tanjiro to be a demon slayer. And there's this like old crotchety man and, you know, just like any old sensei or whatever. So he's teaching Tanjiro all this kind of shit. And I'll say the reason why I appreciate this show so much is Tanjiro is hardworking. He wants to protect his sister He's made the promise that his sister is never going to eat a human, which I think is like very cute and beautiful, but also he's smart. Like the, I think maybe like the second, third, fourth episodes, there's an arc where Tanjiro um, trains to be a demon slayer. And there, yeah, that was really good. It was so well done. And I'm not like, I'm not going to give like too much more information past that, but he's given a task that he needs to cut a huge boulder. And I'm talking about this boulder several feet like like through its radius so it's enormous and it's like how am I supposed to cut through a boulder with this knife and there's something that happens during those episodes and then in a in a subsequent episode I was crying okay (laughs) like I was like I fucking lost it not only because of his commitment to this task but also just when you're watching it, something happens like he's supported by some other characters. And bringing it back to Mia, you think of people who care about you, who maybe are not alive, who are still supporting you in your endeavors, who are still protecting you, who are still rooting for you and cheering you on. Like, how the fuck could you not love something like that? And the fight scenes are great. He, he like utilizes some like magic kind of, cause like he has different fighting styles that he uses for different demons and shit. And it's just bananas. I put my friend Monique onto it and she texted me, protect our son Tanjiro at all costs. (laughs) Because he really is like very sweet. Um, Even his kindness is so much that he had compassion even for a demon. And he manages to do all that without being so fucking annoying. (laughs) 
Like, yeah, he's like, he's one of those characters that like is going through the hero's journey, but isn't like a big crybaby and isn't like super annoying and whiny to the point where I can't make it through a couple of episodes because I'm just like, all right, you're doing too much. You know what I mean? Like he, he, he's going through his shit, but he's just not annoying like he's his personality is not grating that's what i will say he doesn't have like a very grating personality where every time he comes on the screen you just make a screw face like oh god <laughs> not that you again <laughs> no it's it, it really is like very sweet and um <clears throat> so i really enjoy demon slayer there's another one i started on hulu it's called bem b-e-m and it it involves three yokai three demons, um, Bello, Bella, and Bem. Basically, they're demons who are trying to become humans. And they live in a port city called Libra City. And there is an uh, uptown and like an outside. So the uptown is where like all the art and the rich people and the artsy fartsy kind of shit is happening. It's very safe, beautiful. And then the outside is where like crime and a lot of nefarious kind of shit happens. So you have a cop that comes from uptown to the outside. She's very um, honest and stuff like that. She refuses to, to bribe other cops and shit. And basically she crosses paths with these three demons. And the thing is, these these demons have taken on human forms because they are trying to do enough good works to become human beings. And at this point, it's only been three or four episodes. I have no idea what is it a point system? How much good do you have to do to become to go from being a demon to a human being? I have no idea. But what I do like is that it's just an interesting concept. And in the second episode, you find out that the, the girl, Bella, she goes to school because she wants to be around human beings so she can learn uh, more about them because eventually she wants to become a human. And you find out the origin story of where her face came from because apparently... She was, you know, she has a demon form, but she needed a human body to, um, you know, to move around the world in. So she stole the face of this girl who had been murdered and you find out about the girl who had been murdered. And it's just, it's different and it's fascinating. And every story is kind of self-contained. So like there's one crime that's being solved in the story itself, but they all tie together across the, you know, across the season. I'm not going to pretend like it's like the best anime or that it, you know, that you like must, must watch it, but it's really fun and cute and it's dark, like the way it's um, lit, but it's not super scary. Like I could even watch it at night. I won't. Oh God. I won't, but I could and not suffer any nightmares. <laughs> you know, that's, I'm rolling my eyes that's, so hard. Yeah. Cause it's probably a lie. Even as I said it, I knew it wasn't true. Um, but it is excellent. <laughs> so definitely watch Demon Slayer. Like, I cannot stand hard enough for Tundro. Cannot, cannot, cannot. And uh, okay. Bem is cute. What's the one you found? Oh, Ingress the Animation on Ooh. Netflix. It came out last year, but it popped up on my recommendations this year. Um, I don't really want to get into what it's about. You should just watch it because I said so. <sighs> okay. I mean, okay, essentially, like, a detective he's like a consultant and he can feel like see the memory of things like when he touches objects and so he has to basically help figure out like what caused this explosion at this plant Ooh. and it's kind of like some psychic ability type shit 
I mean, it's great. It's not scary. Just watch it. Because I, like I said, I said watch it. So you should watch it. Mm-hmm. So like I said, duality. Uh- <laughs> I, I didn't feel like giving the synopsis. You should just watch it because I said so. So there you go. Like we were gone for a while, but we provided you with three fantastic anime that, you know, span the spectrum of fun, interesting shit that you should be watching. And um, again, we can't thank you guys enough for still fucking with us, for still wanting us to come back. We appreciate it. Uh, Just know Castlevania is coming bike. So just put it in your calendar. We will be watching it as a family. We will be discussing it as a family. We'll be back next month. I'm not even going to say we're going to be back in two weeks. We'll try and come back in September. And you know what? You guys will love it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You you're gonna have a fucking blast. Um, Because again, the goal is to give you guys the best content, the most sincere content, and I feel like that is a more honest uh, agreement for us to make. And I mean, even if we're not, no one's gonna beat our ass. So I'm gonna be be okay. I'm also gonna I'm also gonna I'm gonna bolster that point and say yes, it's true. You can't whoop our asses, but but you love us, right? That we're a family here. It's not going to come to fisticuffs. Uh, just know that we are thinking of you, just as you are thinking of us. And tell us what was your favorite part of season three? Because now the moratorium is lifted, we can discuss it at will. Um, was there anything that really is still puzzling you? Was there anything that really had you stressed the fuck out? Um, do you think that Erwin should have been alive? If so, please let me know so I can insult you to your face. Uh, or maybe there's something else that you're watching that you really want to share with us. Please do all of the above. Uh, DM us, add us, tweet us, call us, beep us. If you want to reach us, you know what to do. Yeah, so you guys can find me at Bruja Bantan. Shopei, where can the people find you? On Twitter, at Simply Shopei. Uh, remember the Twitter is out at Outlaw Bars Pod. Um, the email is outlawbars at forallnerds.com because <laughs> uh, I remember we have a new email. <laughs> um, yeah, so you know, just thank you so much guys and we will catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.